So hello and welcome to Here's Johnny's Reviews, the movie review podcast that will slice and dice or praise and hype a movie. Each and every month there's a theme and this month's theme is a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So here we have it, the rushed out kiddie friendly turtle sequel where the turtles don't use their bloody well weapons. After the huge backlash from parents in 1990, this sucker was kiddified and rushed out. And I love the fact this has the balls to say, quote, in the memory of Jim Henson. As the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1 is often called the movie that killed Henson. What can I say about this? I rented this once back in 1991 and I made it about halfway through before I stopped. Once I saw what they did to Rocksteady and Bebop, I was done. Or as I'm going to call them in this thing, Not Steady and Billy Bob. I mean, these are fucking ridiculous. So let's dive into this and see if I'll be left shell-shocked. Does it still have total power or is this a wipeout, dude? With its $25 million budget, this thing pulled in $78 million. Also, we have a new April O'Neil in the Rain Mac as Judith Hay Hogue wasn't happy with her part being cut. So we have starring Paige Tarocco, David Warner, Ernie Reyes Jr, Vanilla Ice, with the voices of Kevin Clash, Robbie Rist, Brian Toshi and Frank Welker. No Corey Feldman as he was in a drug rehab and the producers didn't want this to be associated with this because this is kiddie friendly. Anyway, the plot, it's one year since the events of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Shredder and his Foot Clan have used this time to regroup. The turtles now comfort with themselves, comfortable rather, of themselves, a crime-fighting kick-ass team. One night they find out about the ooze that created them. Unfortunately, Shredder is after it too. He makes new enemies for the turtles to fight. And then, in a last-ditch attempt, he used on himself. Can the turtles stop the foot? Will the turtles' brotherhood hold up? Is Shredder more useless villain than Snoke? I find out here. So, after logos and zooming shots of New York City, circa 1991, do we have... Two full minutes of people eating pizza. I swear to God, I thought it was a pizza advert would to happen any second. I mean, it's beyond ridiculous. Everyone is wolfing down pizza, from cabbies to yuppies to police officers arresting someone. Oh, God. Then we meet pizza delivery boy Keno, played by Ernest Reyes Jr. As he delivers April O'Neil's fourth order of the week. When he arrives, he sees two black vans filled with huge, at the time, 19-inch flat-screen TVs. Did they have flat-screen TVs in the 1990s? Hmm. Or early 90s, at least. Anyway, he sees guys wearing stockings on their heads, robbing stores, so takes them on. Unfortunately, dozens more show up. Lucky for him, out of the shadows, jumps the turtles. Freeze frame! And up pops the titles, and... God, I've eaten extreme cheese, extra cheese pizza with a cheese sauce. That's less cheese than this fucking opening. Uh, these are Raphael, played by Ken Scott, voiced by Laurie Faso. Mikey, played by McLeanel Sissy, I guess his name, voiced by Robbie Rist. Leo, played by Mark Castle, voiced by 
Brian Toshi and Donny, played by Lef Tolden, voiced by Adam Carroll. These are new suits done by Jim Henson, uh, the Creature Workshop, however, not by Brian Henson, as he didn't want to work on them and he was busy with other things. The goons slash foot clan scatter like three strategies cockroaches as the turtles churn out painful one-liners while kicking ass. Raphael Bags Kano, uh, who was made up for this movie, I was never used in turtle lore ever again, and throws him in a trash can as the fight continues. The turtles use anything they can get their hands on as weapons, including a leather belt, a string of sausages, and a yo-yo, even though all of them are fucking heavily armed. God. Five minutes in and I'm done between the awful one-liners, the Max Brothers style violence, and stupid sound effects, I'm finished. No more Mr. Nice Guy. <laughs> God, this is fucking... Before you say, but Johnny, you're a 40-year-old man. This is for children. I will say, shut the fuck up. The Simpsons are for children. I can laugh at that. So is despicable me, but I can find funny things and smart things about that. This is under 10-year-old fucking humour. Uh, but the show must go on, even though this is making my will to live reduced by the fucking second. Mikey helps Kano out of the trash can, but instead of running f in fear of four six-foot giant fucking turtles talking at that, he just stands there. Until Raphael tells him to call the cops while they tie them up. Of course, they're all knocked out because, you know, a yo-yo can knock you out cold. By the time Kano gets off the phone, the turtles and a pizza are long gone, leaving a heap of bad guys just knocked out. Oh my god. <clears throat> April O'Neil, now played by Paige Toroko returns home only to be stopped by a neighbour who complains about the jumping and noises from her apartment. So the turtles live with her then? Okay. She finds her apartment trashed, finding a rubber snake in a fridge. Mikey, turtle comics lying around the place, Leonardo. A skateboard, Donatello. And a fitness chest builder thingy, Raphael. Upstairs, she puts all the junk as she does in through the open kitchen window in... New York circa 1990? Yeah, I think not. Claims the turtles to brag about the fight and how they have pizza. April, having enough of this shit, and frankly I don't fucking well blame her, asks the turtles uh, did they have any luck finding a new pad. And here they argue who killed the shredder. Down from the roof comes Splinter, voiced once again by Kevin Clash, who scolds the turtles for messing around. I gotta say, these suits, even though they were more expensive, look cheap! You can see the seams, plus the new Splinter Puppet looks bloody well awful. Also, he, it has both ears. Now, in the first movie, it says Shredder cut off one of his freaking ears. Oh god, Splinter tells April they'll leave soon as they need a new underground HQ. Also, to leave Shredder buried in the past, cut to the city dump as, in a steam pile of trash, rises Shredder's mangled hand. You can be ass down, Batman 89. Uh, the Foot Clan, now living in a scrapyard for reasons, meet, and then walks a pissed off Tatsu, played again by Tarashio Abato, a voice by Michael McCantry, I think that's his name. He trashes the hideaway, screaming, Shredder is dead! 
So, is this hours or days later? What the f... Uh, in Walk Shredder, played by Francis Chan, voiced by David McLaren, doing his best, our Vader, to take over the clan. He then tells Tatsu to pick his best men and take out April. Revenge is in order. Revenge. Cut to April reporting on toxic waste. Next morning, she interviews TGRI Professor Perry, played by David Warner, asking why it's taken so long for him to clean up their own toxic waste. Calm your ass down, fucking Jason takes Manhattan. Although I remember watching that one there on this piece of shit. Uh, on TV, while watching the news, the turtles learn about the ooze that made them. At the toxic dump site, some TGRI workers find huge dandelions, so take samples. April's a grip, Freddy, played by Mark Durr, takes a dandelion to Shredder, who comes up with a plan to steal the buried toxic ooze to make his own mutants. Cut to the turtles cleaning April's flat with Mickey using the hax on, hax off. Gag, you calm your ass down, Grady kid. See, I'm getting bored of these pop culture references. It's the reason why I stopped watching Family Guy. We get it, Seth. You're a 90s kid. Oi. Up on the roof, Splinter tells April and the turtles about the toxic ooze that made them and where it came from, i.e. TGRI. Cut to Professor Perry in his high-tech lab. That was like fucking the running's TARDIS, surrounded by TGI ooze canisters. Also, a meteorite under glass. This is where the ooze came from out of space, from a race called the Ultrons. But the subplot was dropped. So, all the shit Matt G got for saying the new turtles were aliens was uncalled for, as it's in this fucking movie from 1991. The secret of the ooze is it's an alien! Oh god. Anyway, just as the professor was going to dispose of the last vat of ooze, does the foot clan come in to steal it. The turtle shop, it's too late, the foot is gone. Still, Donnie checks up on the ooze on the professor's computer, finding all but one vial has been disposed of. Donnie's hacking skills are weak, so he wipes out the computer. Out of the shadows, the foot attack. Why? You have the fucking ooze, you bloody idiots, but run for it, bit. no, these idiots take on the turtles, almost losing the ooze. And I swear to God, these Footcon members are like putties from the Power Rangers that just stand around doing fuck all and to get their ass handed to them. I mean, there's 30 plus of these and only four turtles. Bum rush the turtles and take them out. Game over. Insert reward coins? I think not. Jesus. The f- Tatsu gets the vial and smoke bomb vanishes, leaving the idiot turtles to hold their tails in shame. Back to Shredder at the dump, he has the Professor and indeed the Ooze. With the turtles beaten, they return to April to pack up and leave. Why couldn't have done this fucking weeks ago? Yeah. Out of nowhere, Kano knocks on April's door, arriving to deliver free pizza after her neighbour wasn't in, because that's how that one works. He quickly finds the turtles and Splinter and then faints, so he now he reacts, but early he fucking didn't. Later that night, during a storm, Splinter tells Kano everything about him and the turtles. Kano wants to be a plant in the foot, but Splinter says no, it's too dangerous. Back to old Shredhead, as he Frankensteins his own mutants. Actually, isn't it Frankenstein? Because they're technically no Frankenstein, but who gives a shit? 
Using a wolf and a static turtle, he creates Razor, played by Mark Ginther, and Toka, played by Kurt Bryant. Why can I use Rocksteady and Bebop? It's beyond me, I'm guessing licensing rights. Cut to the turtles, running to hide in the sewers, and here they find an old subway station, leaving Splinter with April. Next morning, Shredder uh, has his own mutants, and that was believable quick. Why did it take the turtles 15 years? But it takes these two one night. Anyway, April wants to do a story on TGRI, but this steady, uh, the station owner says a new. Donnie calls April to tell them they've found a new home and have Splinter. And this set looks straight out of Spider-Man remake. I'm half expecting Doc Cock to bust through the wall any fucking second. Also this place has a working telephone, electricity and running water. Handy that. Donnie tells April Raphael being a moody dickhead has run off yet again to be on the lookout for him. Back to Shredder. As he frees Razor and Toka, uh, too bad they're babies and idiots. Therefore, they're getting called Not Ready and Billy Bob. These suits look like Dark Crystal and Labyrinth fucking rejects. Anywho, Splinter, uh, sorry, Shredder isn't pleased and wants them killed, but good old Professor says, No, you can't do that, the living creatures. So he spares them after finding out they are loyal and super strong. Next day, down at the docks, Carol tries to get into the foot as Raphael is with him, helping him cheat his way in. So I've got this straight here. One minute he's a martial art expert, next minute he's all but useless as he can't do one bloody final test. Uh, now he's in, taking to see Shredder. However, Raphael distracts him, thinking he is sort of ghost of, as Shredder walks past the window. Satsu catches him. Yet more slapstick violence as Raphael takes on the foot as Kano runs to tell others where the Shredder is. Raphael is beaten up yet again. Kano runs to April's apartment but she's not in. Handily, she returns home with her dry cleaning. And she hears Kano's rants about the foot and Raphael. That night, the turtles try to rescue Raphael but it's a trap! As Shredder... Sets not ready and Billy Bob on the turtles. Wait, no, he springs a net trap, trapping the three turtles as he all but impales him on a bed of spikes. Luckily, Splinter fires an arrow, cutting the net down. It is on the foot versus the turtles around four. More lame slapstick violence as Shredder just stands there, looking like a gay witch on Halloween. Shredder finally lets not steady and please stop. On the turtles, who, I guess you've guessed it, one at a time attack. Donnie is then lawn darted into a shed, which handily has the professor, who tells him the ooze is unstable and getting not ready. And Billy Bob to burp will transfer, transform them back into the useless animals that they were. Oh, God. Down the sewers, the turtles run with the professor. Please stop. Tries to fall, but he gets stuck, so Mickey tickles his feet. If Donnie pulls him away, leading the professor to the new HQ, where he meets Splinter, and here he spills all that the Oods was a mistake, and there indeed an accident. This depresses Donnie, until Splinter goads him, so it's all fine. That night, the foot unleashed not steady, and Billy Bob in the streets to smash up shit. Next morning, the police and press blame the turtles, but not April. She tries to tell the police it wasn't the turtles, but two other giant animals, 
but they're just not interested. April was then kidnapped by Freddy, and then told to tell the turtles unless they agree to fight that night. He'll unleash, not steady, and please stop in a public place, i.e. Central Park. So, it is on round two. Not before Professor hands the turtles an antidote, which they have to feed, not steady, and please stop in order to get them to burp to reverse the ooze. Do these idiot turtles do? Why freeze antidote placing it in donuts to be fed to Not Steady and Billy Bob instead of, oh, I don't know, injecting the fucking donuts off the ooze? Oh my god, the idiocy of this movie. I'm over this movie. Luckily, there's only 20 minutes left and my sanity can be spared. At a construction site that night, the turtles try to feed Not Ready and please stop, but... Uh, these aren't as stupid as they look, and did they find the ice cubes? So, after more slapstick violence, the turtles defeat the foot. Running from Not Steady and Please Stop, they find their way into a vanilla ice gig, because of course there's a fucking gig next to a construction site. I mean, who the fuck wouldn't put a construction site next to a fucking actual nightclub? Oh dear god, this fucking movie. Where was I now? Here, the cringe level hits a hundred million. As Vanilla Ice sings Ninja Rap, no one bats night at six giant animals fighting. As Vanilla Ice dances to a totally not made up on the spot dance. Oh God, not steady and please stop burp and fart. As they slowly turn back into Snapping Turtle and Wolf after Donnie sprays them with fake signature down their throats. Meanwhile, back at HQ, Splinter deals with a pissed-off Kato who was left behind out of the fight. Some more to talk for him, and he's fine. However, it doesn't work, and he runs off because he's a pitch little fuck. The foot barge in to the gig, that is. So, yet more slapstick violence, just what this movie will bloody well needs. They're quickly beaten. Tatsu is taken out by four turtles as they crush him between their shells, so he's shell-shocked. The turtles all dance to ninja rap and go back on stage. Thankfully, Shredder breaks this shit up. Also, this has mere minutes left. He drinks the ooze, turning himself into Super Shredder, played by Kevin Nash. His edit, however, kills himself as he pulls a pier on top of him. One little thing here. Why would a dear little while turning into a muscle-bound seven-foot monster? Plus, how the fuck did it give him a new suit? Anyway, the turtles dive into the river. Better pray there's no bombs on there, although they're fucked. As Shredder dies with a pier on top of him. Later on TV, Splinter watches April thank the turtles by name on the news. So the word is out. The turtles return home. Splinter shows them a newspaper with the turtles on the front cover. As they backflip and freeze frame. As finally, the credits can bloody well roll. So, that was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. Painful to watch, cringeworthy, uh, the bad one-liners, slapstick violence, and dumb plot are killer. But the death nail is Ninja Rap and Super Shredder. I'm going to give this thing a painfully fucking woeful 0 out of 10. Come back next week as I look at Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. God help me. So don't get to like, share, a comment, and subscribe. 
Also follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny's Pod and email me move suggestions too. Here's Johnny's Reviews at gmail.com. Check out my other comic book movies such as Batman, Iron Man, Captain America, and Superman, plus my solo podcast of Blade, Supergirl, Daredevil, and many, many more. Hey, bye. And remember, I watch these bad movies so I don't have to. Now I'm off to have some reheated pizza.